0: Got Your Ears On is brought to you by Tactical Legion 9. All right, everybody, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Got Your Ears On. Guido here along with Scooty. Hey,
1: and Johnson. Welcome to this week's episode of We Ain't Heard Jack from a couple of these basketball players. (laughs) we ain't heard jack i think we
0: should rename the podcast that we ain't heard jack i got ears on
1: we ain't heard jack <laughs> these ears ain't heard jack from some of these basketball players so july
0: 7th the deadline for uh players to pull out of the nba draft is quickly approaching excitingly enough uh miles mcbride sean mcneil still have their names in there yes and it's you know, I still may have to set my hair on fire. There is a possibility that they- There is still a
2: possibility, both- <laughs> Scoot, of follicles ablaze. I mean, um, I'm hoping for that. Have you ever seen steel wool on fire? It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it'd be
0: hard for steel wool to catch. I mean, it's it smolders more than anything else. Um, uh, so far, I mean, from what, you know, you guys have seen the same thing everybody else has seen, which is Miles' draft stock continues to rise, and Sean McNeil is on nobody's radar.
1: Yeah, and we saw what we saw a reported workout as well of Derek Culver with the Cavaliers. That was kind of under the radar. He was mentioned in a blurb along with some other players, but I saw Guido. Maybe you saw that same um, someone tweeted out video of Deuce participating, and he it was just a series of Deuce. Drilling three-point shots. I mean, he he looked great. I mean, like we're not surprised, right? I mean, we know that. Yeah. We know he's fully capable of that. But it was just, it was cool seeing him out there sharing, you know, showing off his wares. And I think, um, you know, I am excited for him. I think I think things are yeah, going well. And, yeah, he was in the
0: NBA Combine. It was, it's, it's. I kind of been all over Twitter, at least WVU Twitter sphere, um, with him hitting all those shots and just looking looking good. I, I still don't think he comes back. I mean, the, the last couple that I have read, Scooty, you know, they're saying late first round, maybe 30th pick to the Jazz, maybe 27th pick to the Nets.
2: He's not coming back. There's no, I, I don't think he's coming back. What is interesting is I feel like, or maybe do you guys feel like, uh, Derek Culver may have been like standing outside Cleveland's uh, practice facility with a sign like, can can box out and rebound. Um, you like know, like some sort of box from, yeah, uh, like, he's like, uh, he's like a Joe or, uh, John, John, John Cusack, Cusack with say with, anything or whatever yes, that movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think, uh, I don't know that he's on anybody's radar. I think he's got some questionable advice, but I, like I've said to you guys all along, I don't think he was coming back regardless of going pro or not going pro. His body language the last five or six games of the season was really bad, and uh, I I think he was going. I think he already had his mind made up that he wasn't coming back.
1: Well, I don't I don't disagree, but I'm glad for his sake to see him mentioned in one of these workouts because I think if, to me for him, because um, I I agree with you. I kind of already voiced my complaint about who was it miguel tejada being in his ear and all that stuff but i think yeah. I, mean, I think he's that, getting bad advice yeah, he's getting it from I'd, the
2: former shortstop
1: i don't like it at all but <laughs> i i'm glad to see him at least being mentioned getting some exposure you know let's hope that he gets a shot somewhere
0: so and then uh, the third person that we haven't you know talked about yet at all is sean mcneil not on anybody's really draft radar honestly it's been sort of radio silence out of him on social media and anything else kind of surrounding him. What, what What's your opinion on what's happening there?
2: I think he's G League Europe bound. I, I don't think he's coming back to us. Maybe he goes, uh, like I've always compared him to Jimmer Fredette, maybe he goes the way of Jimmer Fredette and goes to China or something. But Jimmer Fredette was even more of a scorer than Sean McNeil is. Sean mm-hmm. McNeil's a shooter. Jimmer Fredette could get to the basket somewhat too.
1: Yeah, and right. you know, I think it's funny, Guido, that you know what—two months ago now, or when when we first started this whole speculation. I think it's funny how I thought Sean McNeil of the four. I think that we talked about or five, uh, if we count uh, if we count McCabe as well. But I think of all those guys, I felt like Sean was the one that would be back with us. And it's funny that yeah. I thought even maybe. I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I kind of thought also with Taz making his announcement, maybe that would also prompt McNeil to, to, you know, we'd hear something out of him on the socials or something. But so now the the longer this goes, the more obvious, I mean, uh, Captain Obvious here, but obviously... I don't feel that way anymore. I feel like he's obviously leaning toward like what Scoot's saying. I think maybe he's a Europe, maybe a G league. Something Oddly like that. enough
2: though, watch, watch me be wrong and watch him end up having like the longest pro career of, of all three of right. these guys we've mentioned, <laughs> because right. that's how the NBA is. The guys you don't think are going to be anything, you know, and there's guys like from Shawnee state and, you know, look at uh, Scotty Pippen from Arkansas state. Like, guys that you're not even thinking of that or central arkansas i wasn't arkansas state central arkansas there's guys that you don't even thinking of somehow have like super long pro careers and then yeah, that's true guys that you think are like oh man surefire this is an nba guy they fizzle out in a year some of them don't even really get play i mean i love javon he's not even seeing the floor though currently like he's he's on the roster He's he's been a, a lot of does not play coaches decisions here during yeah. the playoffs
1: yeah
0: yeah it, it'll it be it'll be interesting to see you know what happens but on the other side of the coin guys so we talk about these these two well two guys that we're waiting to hear if they come back or not july 7th last day for players to back out of the nba draft um but we've also signed i mean huggins has kind of been hot lately signing some of these commit commitments for basketball players johnson
1: yeah, I think Scoot and I were talking about um, maybe in no particular order here. I think the one that Scoot and I were talking about lately was uh, Man High School's Austin Ball. Um, you know, we saw some some highlights of him from the state tournament, and I think uh, people always get a little bit jazzed when an in-state guy signs. He's a he's a big kid, um, and that that's one that that stuck out to me. And then Jamel King, um, I guess, gets the last scholarship and he's and he's eligible to join this fall now james uh a scoot that's the one that i don't think i've read up on as much as the other two but he is um, a
2: class of 2023 and okay i believe he in that recruiting class was maybe a top 100 player he's a nice uh, big man i believe he was like a i'm gonna say six he's between six eight and six ten i don't remember his exact height but he's a big guy Um, But he's only a sophomore, going to be a junior. So he's got another two years before we really even see him. But um, he has committed to WVU. Uh, We, of course, still have uh, the two Josiahs coming um, next year. Uh, Josiah Johnson and I believe Josiah Davis are the two Josiahs, which is very odd that both of those gentlemen have the same name. And it's a very unusual first name to have multiple people with the same first name
1: yeah and i think it is and i think too the other thing that comes to mind here scoot is a lot of these guys i don't know about i think a um fits this category too but i think both ball and uh jamel king they're both in that like they 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 feel like a that three four swingman, they're like 6'8". Like six, six, yeah. Suddenly, doesn't it feel you know with with JB? Doesn't it feel crowded now at, at that kind of right. size? Well, and-
2: I don't think we're gonna see. We won't see Ball for a while. He's got another year. I think he's actually transferring to a, a prep right. school in Virginia, yeah, from what school. I've read. Um, mm-hmm. However, King, now, King King is King here. You're gonna see yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah I he'll, I he'll be King, here this, fall. this year.
1: I guess King is who I'm specifically and thinking. If
2: McNeil about. goes. There's another scholarship that opens up because they're technically, if you look right. on the roster, they still actually have Deuce and McNeil listed on the roster because uh, yeah. they haven't well, officially. That's
1: a good, yeah, that's a good point.
2: So we still may yeah. have some more names that we're going to hear about here. Probably not um, your top tier recruits as far as you're not going to find like a top 100 guy floating around this late, but you might see a junior. I can imagine a junior college guy or somebody yeah, that's kind yeah, of a, uh, a small college transfer or somebody in the transfer portal that we're kind of just waiting for a spot on. So. Right,
1: right, yeah.
2: And I'm sure Coach Huggins has got that all lined up. And then I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, our, our boy Polly Polakap from DePaul yeah. uh, is officially on <laughs> campus now. Yeah, so I is, did see yeah, that, yes. He is there.
0: So I think that, you know, I, I, I are you – Scooty, because I know we've talked about this before. Like, are you now back to a point where you're starting to get excited about next year's team? Well, Or do you still think it's, you know, going to be I, in the dumps? No,
2: I'm excited just to see how the new guys look. To see I, – I do like always seeing new guys. I also like seeing progress from guys in the past. Is Taj Thweet going to be more part of the rotation? Is uh, Are we going to see any growth from Kedrian Johnson as far as on the offensive end? I think defensively he's fine. Does he now – take more of a commanding role in the in the team's offense Um, and then I'm really excited to see what we can get out of Isaiah Cottrell hoping that I think he's been working out so I'm hoping that uh, by the time season starts he's maybe cleared to play and we can see him because I really do think he's going to be a key part of this team and I feel he is the biggest part of what went wrong for WVU last year.
1: Right. Yeah. And Scoot, I think your, um, I think your point from a couple shows ago still stands though. It feels like a whole lot of moving parts that need to gel together in a little bit of time. Don't you think?
2: Yeah. that That's the one thing that scares me a little bit is that a lot of times hugs has it. I don't know how he's done it in the past, but he's always had it lined up where when we have kind of a bunch of guys coming in, he's always got some sort of, Strange foreign trip that seems to coincide with when we get all these new guys. And unfortunately, uh, the NCAA limits, I think you have you can only do it like every other year, there's some sort of limit as to how often you can go on a foreign trip. Uh, and this is not one of those years. So um, so we can't I, go
1: do that Spain thing where we just yeah, played we a bunch of to, random Spaniards, right, stuff, right. Like that a one bunch season.
0: of guys off the
2: of the street, yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, in Madrid. No, we can't do that. Yeah. Um, but I imagine you're going to hear about some of those like uh, double secret pro- probation uh, exhibition oh, right. scrimmages with yeah. Like, yeah. Penn State or whoever. Right, that's, that's who, right. or Purdue. I think Purdue, we did one with Purdue. Did,
0: right. So speaking about games, though, guys, uh, more of the non-conference schedule coming together. And on January 29th, 2022, we're traveling to the Bud Walton Arena in Fayetteville to play the Razorbacks. Gabe's going to be ex- – how, ex- how excited is Gabe Boy going to be for that
1: well, game? well, in particular, he has circled it, right? I mean, we know Gabe's yeah. like, let's get at these guys.
2: I wonder, too, and I, I when I saw that, I wa- I know like ESPN and the television networks have a lot of say in who we play, but I can't imagine that they didn't see – you know they they do look at some of those matchups in the personnel and say you know what uh, they've got this kid who's a transfer he's kind of got a little bit of an edge to him I bet this could be a good matchup and at least a, a you know you're going to hear a nonstop storyline about Gabe Osaboyan
1: yeah and I right. agree with you Scoop but am I supposed to believe they looked at Coach Cal and Coach Hugs and they said no we're going to go be we're going to go with the one where that kid used to play at Arkansas like what come on man well.
2: I think it's because we played Kentucky fairly recently. I feel like mm. that. I feel like they try to do. I, they do try to mix that up a little bit. Um, Just feels like I'm no sure, brainer to me. Well, I'm sure everyone's been clamoring for the Kentucky Kansas State matchup. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of call for that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. You know, uh, super excited. Uh, what's the what am I thinking? Uh, what would a wildcat do or whatever is that stupid little, uh, saying uh, they wear on every their
1: man, a wildcat. I think. Yeah. The which makes no sense. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I'm not a wildcat.
1: <laughs> you're not a wildcat. Um, <laughs> Scooter, you're, you're enol You're yeah, the, the I N you A W. That's the shirt you can wildcat. wear during the I'm Kansas state game. Yeah. Sorry. Not, you're not a wildcat. Sorry. Gouyde. No, that's okay.
0: Uh, the one thing that I thought when I saw that, when I saw that announcement and, you know, and the, the WVU uh, had put out like your little whatever social media post about it with Gabe Osaboyan and I'm like, is this, between that matchup, that game, the picture, is Gabe going to be the star on this team this year? I mean, 50-year 50, 50 senior or whatever he is, 10th-year senior, and coming back and, you know, playing again with that free year of eligibility. Is he now? is he like, is If Deuce doesn't come back and Derek's gone, I mean, is
1: he the star on that team? Uh, I think it's hard-pressed to say that over Taz, though, don't you think? I mean, to me, Taz is such a score shooter, spark plug, you know, microwave guy. I feel like it's sort of like set up for him to be the hey you gotta shut you know i can hear fran for shilla right now like i gotta they gotta shut down the tasmanator you know next season right. well
2: and and maybe they had this lined up before they knew taz was coming back for sure i mean that could have been something too where uh, i do think taz is the name the marquee name right now on this roster probably followed by i don't know i don't I don't want to say Jalen Bridges. I know you guys want to say Jalen Bridges. Uh, that's the West Virginians in you that want to say Jalen Bridges is I the love, marquee I name. I love
1: JB. So, yes, I do want to say that. Um,
2: yeah. I don't know that he's the marquee name. I would, I don't think it's Gabe. I mean, he is, uh, you know, a guy that's averages like, Three, three, and three, three no, point three think rebounds. Gabe's a 20... fan
1: favorite, though, wouldn't you yes, agree? I do think like, he's Gabe, a fan everyone favorite. Everyone loves. I mean, I love Gabe. Every, when you see him working his butt off, everyone loves cheering for Gabe. So I, I agree.
2: Think... I do agree with that. But I don't. I mean, nationally, he's not a, a known thing.
1: No, I I actually think, and we can maybe revisit this on next time. But I I actually think you hit on it earlier. I think Isaiah Cottrell is. People probably aren't thinking about him because of the way his season ended last year. And he, you know, unfortunately we didn't get to see a whole lot of him. But to me, man, he's an important cog in this whole thing fitting together, isn't he? It it really feels that way.
2: Big man, biggest guy on the team, next to Seni, but um right. big man with experience, can shoot, can post up. He's gonna see a lot of minutes as long as he's yeah, healthy.
1: I, I totally agree. I just I I guess,
0: you know, the more I dive into it and the more I think about it, the less worried I get about it. And I think really? it's it's a Huggins team and it's they're going to be good and you know, I don't you know. I don't think they're a top 15 I, 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 team. I don't think though. it's going to have I don't... I don't think they're going to have the hype that they had going into the 2020 season, but like I think that it's still going to be a solid team that competes in the Big 12.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I guess it just I'm not if you want maybe my answer right now, Guido, and we'll see what Scoot thinks, but I think right now, maybe my answer is I, I just can't decide if we're in that, you know, three, four, five of the conference yet, or if we're like a five, six. You know what I mean? Are we like dead middle right. or huh. are we are we do we have enough to get up into that challenging, you know, those top couple teams?
0: I think in the next uh in the next ten days we'll have a pretty good idea when we hear if uh who who comes back yeah. but let's move on and talk about who's coming to WVU on the football side scooty quarterback news is uh, is happening yes. WVU lands a
2: huge a huge future quarterback uh Nico Marshall I don't know how do you Marshall, say Marshall. Yeah. Um, I think. he uh is from Arizona by way of Colorado I believe does that sound right? Yeah,
1: that's correct. That's
2: right. Um, and uh, he has recently committed to WVU. Um, and from whatever everything I've seen on social media, he's also been, I think, doing some work of his own to try to recruit other guys to come to WVU. Yeah,
1: it looked like that on Twitter, didn't it?
2: Yeah, so I, yeah. I think... Um, and we saw a little bit of that with Garrett Green when Garrett Green signed with WVU. I think that that stuff actually goes sometimes a lot farther than you would even think uh you know a kid saying, hey, come on, let's let's go to the same place. Um these guys all go to camps. A lot of times they know each other yeah years in advance before ever going to college. So it's um it's a it's a strong uh pickup by the Mountaineers, not only for the future of the quarterbacks, but um for the future of other positions as well, because he is going to do a pretty good job. I think of recruiting some of these other kids.
1: Well, he had a laundry list of schools vying to recruit him. And I, you know, I, I feel like when you see like, uh, who's on here, LSU, Michigan, Florida state. Yeah. I mean, it's not, Michigan you know, state. Penn state's on right. here. So, uh, you know, not just like group of fives, but I mean, some substantial football programs. So uh, I think, the reaction that WVU Twitter had to this was like, you know, (laughs) it's like this groundswell of, well, it comes, it
2: comes across like, this is Neil's first big quarterback recruit in the sense that, I mean, I don't know what we have with Garrett green or goose Crowder. um, And that's not to slight them, but they didn't come in as heralded as Nico is. So yeah, um, this feels a little bit bigger.
0: I think that it is it is big. I mean, granted, you know, you got to remember, he's still got another year of school, so he's not going to be on campus until 2022. Chances of us seeing him touch a football, it, you know, we 2024. We may
2: see him in the spring if he's one of those guys. You may see him in the spring
0: that, game, but I, I yeah. think the chance you see him
2: starting oh, or playing
0: yeah. on, you know, playing on the team, you know, or playing uh, where you see him on TV, I think it's it's – you know, we're 20, 24 before there's a chance. Yeah, he, have 20, to beat out Austin yeah.
2: when we pick him back up right. on the transfer really portal. That's right. Yes. Might, that's when we right. get something back in the transfer
0: portal. I mean, I think you still got Garrett Green. You still got Goose Crowder in there. You've got these, you, you know, some of these players. I mean, he's, he's right on par. I think the advantage that he has. Over like Garrett Green is that he's 6'2", 216, so he's a much bigger guy. I mean, he's the, of all the recruits that we've got in the last couple of years, he's bigger. You know, uh, Will Crowder's six two, but he's only hundred and ninety pounds, and Garrett Green's six foot. Have you seen? Did you pounds. see any pictures so,
2: of his dad? Nico's dad is a specimen that guy's a big guy.
0: Did you see the picture of him next to President yeah, Ghee like that's that the was the one picture I that saw. He made, that's the one that got.
1: <laughs> I guess President Ghee though. I didn't realize must be a pretty pretty short stature guy. guy. Yeah.
0: He like towers over Yeah, He over towers hilarious. over
1: Dr. Ghee.
0: So, that I, I mean, I just uh, you know, I know that you're not high on this year's scoot, uh but I think the future is still bright and I mean you're you're when's the last time we had a four star, you know? That level four-star ranked, you know, quarterback come into the
2: well. I'll tell you this. I don't know. I think two thousand is what I read. However, two thousand for a dual threat. I guess this guy's Nico is a dual threat. Yeah. I will say something I did see was four-star out of WVU here recently, and that was Neil Brown's cannonball. Yes. That was a four-star <laughs> cannonball. That was a four-star had, ca- cannonball you saw form. on social media. Yeah. Do you good see form. Ed Orgeron doing cannonballs with the no, fellas? No, no, no. Do you it's, see, uh, is Nick Saban going to get the hair wet with the fellas in the right, pool?
1: not happening. No.
2: I mean, no. I will give Neil no. Brown that. I think he's a player's coach. I think guys really like him. I I like him as a person. I have nothing against him as a person. He's probably a great guy, a guy you'd love to hang out with. I just need to see more out of that offense. I need to see uh, something other than uh, Vanilla. Something other than 5 and 10 down the field.
1: I think I'm with Guido, though, in the sentiment that – or at least what Guido mentioned to you, I guess I should say. I don't think Guido holds the sentiment. But I'm also not very high on this year. But I think this is a huge shot in the arm for two seasons from now. Or, you know, if you can just – this is more – you know, Scoot, you're going to love this, right? Be- but everyone – so you see this news. There were some other big gets since the last time we talked on the football side. So the the hashtag Trust the Climbers, they're out in full force. You know, I know you're a ba- big team, based hashtag base camp, right? But I think <laughs>
2: – Base team or uh, where's the Sherpa? <laughs> right. Hashtag where's but, the Sherpa?
1: But Guido, this brought the Trust the Climb out in full force, you know, because I think people are saying, hey, look, this is – Here's is, my question though: How long coming. can you
2: trust the climb? Can you trust the climb for five years? Is trusting the climb? I,
1: I think
0: I think that I think Neil Brown. It, I think you're trusting the climb for five to six years, and I think for a couple of reasons. I think any coach is going to get. A little bit of stay of execution after what they had to deal with for the past eighteen, you know, months in trying to not only coach the COVID and practice. thing has maybe
2: saved his the co-
0: the the COVID thing I think has saved a lot of coaches overall. I, I agree. But I think yeah. it's I th- I you know you, you 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 had to switch. I would imagine as a head coach you had to completely switch the way that you managed and did your day to day operations because of COVID. And so I think if things continue to get back to normal and practices can be normal and recruiting visits can be normal. I mean, this kid, he t- never took an on-campus visit during a game. Like so, his, his visit was June 11th or something weird. Well, Scoot, you know? do you,
1: Scoot, before you ask that though, what, what do you think also, to me, two other things, I think Guido hit it on the head. You guys are exactly right. But then to me, there's two other factors. One, people in the know, would argue that you know dana left us with like some cookie crumbs in the cupboard right i mean that's that's wasn't helping him any and how do you think the people view all of the transfer portal movements as well i mean that's kind of a a, you know a big factor here too
2: so do you do you if you are thinking about this proverbial climb do we count the last two years for neil brown or does it start all over
0: I think that I think if you were asking my opinion, I honestly think that next year or, you know, this coming football season, 2021 football season is truthfully his his second year. This is year two. Like he got two year. He got like uh, last year didn't count as a year. There was like whatever you want to call it. One point, you know, like I think this is like this is you're now into, you know, He got year one, then he got last year, and now he's starting year two. Yeah, I
1: think you're inclined to at least like asterisk it, right? I mean, it's sort of like year one, then crazy town, and now, yes, now we're moving forward. So
0: I, I think it's, you know, I think it's moving in the right direction. I mean, we've got some good four star recruits that we've been connecting with and recruiting. We've got, you know, good three star and now a four star recruit, you know, signed in. And West Virginia and things are going to change in the college sports at uh, you know landscape in the next 5 years anyways with name image and likeness and all the other stuff that's going to yeah, that's right. play into why why a student selects a school so um other things to talk about just to stay on football real quick i i got to tell you something darius stills uh is going to make the that raiders team he is going to be playing on sundays and the reason i say that johnson is he switched from I think he was like number 74 back to his his preferred number 56. Yeah. And I don't think the Raiders the Raiders don't let you do that unless you're making the team, yeah, right? I
1: mean that was my first thought, right? Like he's tweeting that out and I'm thinking, well, then these must be talking jersey numbers with people, right? I mean, what what's why else would you be why else would you be tweeting that out? And I think regardless of that, everything I've seen on on the social so far has been really just kind of singing his praises about his you know the work he's been doing so far so i think you're
2: right not to not to i'm not trying to rain on the parade but i'm not you do be- I, I do believe didn't the nfl recently like loosen up their number restrictions like before you had to be uh, single digit numbers were only for what kickers and quarterbacks but i i think and now ride receivers i think but i think now like They're loosening it up where all positions can be kind of whatever number they want to be. So I'm wondering if that played a role as well, because typically uh, 56 is a linebacker number. Anything in the 50s is a linebacker number. You're not going to see that on the line. So I'm wondering if that played a part as well.
0: Yeah,
1: they passed that whatever they that was back in April. They changed that. You're right, Scooty. They changed yeah, that rule. Yeah, and I think the- and, and I think too, Scoot. I uh, just from what I remember when I looked at this tweet, people had con like there's a lot of Raiders fans in the comments. I think they had commented that someone that was 56 actually changed to like in the 90s or something. If I remember reading that, that opened it up so that he could he could switch. You know, so I you know I'm not really sure how all that works, but I think there was some you know there was some story yeah. behind how he was able how he was able to do that but i think regardless it's like hey you know getting getting things settled for a jersey number to me that's feels like good news
0: uh and then don't forget folks uh best virginia starting here in the next couple of weeks you can see them play on july 7th in beckley or july 9th in wheeling and then the tbt starts july 17th in charleston and best virginia uh you can get tickets to all of that if you go to best and uh get those get, you know support those yeah. guys they're doing a, they're doing a great Do job it. it's gonna be fun to watch i mean i was looking at the schedules a little bit it's all on espn i mean some of those teams are gonna be i mean some of those teams i I read half of them and i'm like i don't i never watched you know the CAA conference so i don't know who right. these guys Christ. are but Um, But some of those teams look like they're going to be kind of fun to watch. And then, of course, you know, West Virginia, if they win their first round, Virginia, UVA has a team uh, that they could face in the second round. And then, of course, uh, it's kind of all lined up in that bracket for West Virginia and a herd uh, team to to kind of face each other in the championship game. So definitely check it out, bestvirginiatbt.com. And Alex Ruloff joined uh, the team
1: yeah Al Ruoff I mean he's had a super career in Europe um, I think that's cool I think he was even in Japan here this last season but um, he just joined here recently I mean that's he's kind of a fan favorite too so that's awesome
2: I feel and I'll, I'm going to throw this out there: Is do they have too many guys do you feel like they've got too many guys I, I mean I
1: don't know
0: maybe I mean, it,
2: it's only going to cut their their winnings obviously if they win the million dollars they're not going to get as big a share but I think it's tough. To, how do you how do you determine starting five with that group?
0: I don't. I mean, it'll be. I think that'll be the fun part. I think I think the fun part of it will be watching that group and seeing who the starting five is and 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 I mean, who gets the most playing time. I mean, you've got you definitely have some great names on that. Yeah, team. I think
1: it's interesting from to begin with, but even so, when you see a guy like Al Ruoff, it's it's really now is covering almost like the almost the full gamut of hugs tenure at WVU you know you get like like Al Ruoff was a holdover I think
2: he feels like he could be Chase Harler's father
1: yeah I mean he he is he is a veteran <laughs> right I mean he's had a prolonged I mean, European uh, overseas career I don't know if, I don't know if I mean I don't that's that might be a little far
0: fetched that he could be Chase Harler's yeah father, but I but mean I he has been that's playing for a long time pass me the ball dad um so anyway cut <laughs> your hair so let's, uh, oh yeah, so, uh, and then la- the last thing I want to mention, um, just interesting basketball news, which is um, Celtics did not hire Joe Missoula. Kind of interesting now to see, and, and I was talking to a few friends about this, does Joe Missoula, does Bob Huggins think, hey, maybe I should offer Joe Missoula a place on my bench and uh, – Bring Joe Missoula back to WVU, uh, considering the fact that you know maybe Udoka keeps him in in Boston. But does Joe Missoula come back and maybe coach some college
2: ball? I'm Well, I think he could. It's a possibility. What needs to happen, though, I would think, would be like a, a almost kind of like what we saw with um, Billy Hahn, where maybe like a Ron Everhart, size he's going to retire, or or Larry Harrison. I don't see. I don't know the age of Larry Harrison. I know Ron Everhart's probably pretty close to Huggs's age. They're they're close yeah, in age. They're about the same age. Um, yeah. So that's that would be the one because right f- now they don't have. I a spot. feel
0: like, and I feel like from a recruiting standpoint that you would want a guy like Joe Missoula, you know, early 30s, you know, can be hip with the kids, as they as say. They say. Uh, where, as you know, I feel like Coach Huggins is a great ball ball coach, but can he relate well, to? the play. Yeah, and he ties,
2: weird. he ties kids to that final four. You know I mean? He kind of yeah. links our, so our be, team it, to the younger generation. It'd be interesting. Generation. I mean, we'll see
0: what happens. You know, it'll come out here in the next couple weeks if he stays in Boston or has to move on. But, uh, but sorry, Joe Missoula didn't get the Celtics job. Well, listen guys, let's take a break and uh, we're going to come back with a, a new kind of fun segment that Scooty's cooked up for us. That isn't, can't believe my ears. That isn't something crazy. It's, Maybe something West Virginia-centric. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Got Your Ears On. Vortech Knives is a West Virginia-owned and operated company specializing in high-quality steel, fast-opening, everyday-carrying knives. If you go to VortekKnives.com today and use the code GYEO, you get a 25% discount on your entire order. That's Vortek, Knives.com. a West Virginia-owned and operated company specializing in fast-opening, high-quality everyday carry knives. Vortek
1: Knives. This is Josh Groud, and you're listening to
2: Got Your Ears On.
0: everybody welcome back to got your ears on guido here along with scoot and johnson don't forget check out our social media you can find us on instagram and twitter at got your ears and just search for us on facebook it's got your ears on scooty you said that you wanted to have a fun segment
2: i I do want to have a fun segment
0: scooty's fun segment
2: uh we're gonna call this segment okay what do we call it it's the little graphic but we're gonna call it pick your ears
0: (laughs) okay Pick your ears, all right? I mean,
1: I like Scooty's fun, fun Segment better. Scooty's Fun Segment. Scooty's Fun Segment. Pick your ears. Don't do it.
2: All right. Pick your ears. Okay. All right. So, so what, is, what is this pick your ears? It's kind of a Steve. would you rather. It's kind of a which, would okay. you, which player or coach uh, would you prefer to have in their prime? Okay. Okay. And okay. we want to go based off of feel, not necessarily. St- I don't need you to pull up stats. I don't need you to. I mean, we're going to kind of go off of our memory because a lot of times... Well, you're, ta- you're talking to yeah, me and Johnson. You, want, like, know. you know we're going to pull up well, stacks. A lot of times when is, you talk to Mountaineer fans... Guido,
1: what he's saying is he wants us to do it like he does.
2: Well, All right. when you talk to Mountaineer fans, a lot of them wax nostalgic yes. about the time okay. uh, Greasy Neal ran the ball <laughs> in caught 4 for the Mountaineers when they wore the Bumblebee right. unis. Yes. Um, okay. All right. And you know, Greasy Neal may have been horrific statistically. Uh, I think he actually was pretty good. He ended but up people playing, loved him. But people playing, but anyway, loved him. Yeah, um, that's why we're talking about. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like when you pick a, a, when you talk to players, people always say, "Oh, remember when they had this guy or that guy?" I know Johnson yells out some names that I've never heard of before because he had like some sort of uh, childhood crush on some guys that uh, mean nothing to me because they were legends in his mind and maybe not really in the, in the game. So anyway, uh, here's my first pick your ears. Right. Okay. Pick your ears. Okay. Steve Slayton. Yes. Okay. Or Tavon Austin. Ooh. In their
1: prime,
0: in their prime, in their prime. Like it, what, the, them as them would Running you backs.
2: Take? Yes. They're both running mm. backs. Which running back would you prefer?
0: I, I I'll go first. Johnson. I'll go first because I think it'll be easier for me. I I would have to go Steve Slayton, and that's I think mostly just because it ties it to that team, and you know the SI, you know. So for me, it, I'm being emotional about it, Scooty. Like I loved that team. I loved that '07 team. I love Steve
1: Slayton and and Pat White and that whole the whole thing. So
0: I think I'd go Steve. Yeah, Slayton. I,
1: and I I totally respect that. I mean, I have that SI cover framed. I mean, come on! I love Steve Slayton, and that feels—that's why this feels bad. But I think you got to go Tavon Austin. I think really? Tavon Austin was just Mister Electric. Um, there are people I feel like who to this day still commit to the university because they've watched Tavon's YouTube highlights. I think, I think he was so versatile. You could put him in the slot. You could put him in the backfield. We didn't figure that out until four billion yards against Oklahoma that one night, unfortunately. But that, to me, that leans me Tavon. Okay,
2: uh, if you were asking me, I would have gone Tavon myself, just in the sense that I like that electric. He was a highlight reel every game. Like he, I mean, and I know he
0: who had uh, who had more touchdowns. Oh, I'm sure it was Steve, Steve. Like oh, yeah, I don't doubt it.
2: And, and okay, anyway. Tavon, most of his reception yards came off of a three-inch shovel pass as he ran past Geno. That's I mean, like, true, I, but I can also yes, picture,
1: true. I mean, you you can think of punt returns Tavon had oh, for man. touchdowns. Like, I mean, he was all like, over the place.
2: Tavon was kind of like the college version of Noel Devine's highlight high school mixtape. Right? Yeah. Noel Devine was like ridiculous in high school. Tavon did that in college. Like, there's a cluster of 22 guys on the field, and all of a sudden, one of them squirts out of a pileup And it's Tavon Austin (laughs) running 90 yards down the field. Like you're like, how in the world did he even do that? Right. Okay. Next. uh, Next up on our pick, your ears. Pick your ears. Quincy Wilson, another running back, or Letty Brown.
1: I'll let you go first this time. Well, you already know where. Come on, you could telegraph this a mile away from me, right? You know where I'm going to go. I mean, Scoot. Quincy Wilson. Uh, they used to play the train whistle at Mountaineer Field when he got the ball, when he scored. Uh, they loved that he was from Weirton. We all loved that he was from Weirton. And he will be forever emblazoned in your mind for, quote, unquote, the run against Miami in a game that we never should have lost. That's a heartbreaking memory of that game, right? But to me, you have to go You have to go with him. You have to go with Weirton Steele.
0: I and I yeah I agree a hundred percent with you. I mean I don't know how here, but here's the thing, and this the only thing that would make me want to, and I know Scoot's probably Letty all the way, but the only thing that make me want to lean Letty Brown would be that Letty's still got a chance to have one of those moments. But, but you're right, Quincy Wilson, like the everything about him was, you know, just was West Virginia.
2: Well, I will say I agree with both of you. I would have been a Quincy Wilson guy. Um, you'll learn if you haven't already. I'm more about the moment as as opposed to the duration. I think Letty Brown probably will end up beating him statistically, yards and, and maybe even touchdowns. Because um, I don't think Quincy was like a featured back until toward the end. But um, he still
0: finished with like twenty seven hundred yards. I mean, I, yeah, he still he, decent... I mean, but I
2: think I, Letty could end up. I mean, who knows but um
1: well and i would also just before you leave letty he had a wonderful almost one of those moments in the tennessee game in in charlotte when he planted you know there's a there's the i think the best photo we've seen captured of letty is him just planting a guy into the turf for tennessee as he rips off a big run i mean he's he's had a Quincy
2: feels thicker and stronger than yeah I, i would agree with that yeah yeah Different kind of
1: running. I think different kind of running. Back. Yeah, for sure.
2: Okay. Um, next, Skylar Howard.
1: Okay. Okay. Or Jarrett
2: Deggy. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: this is a great one. Uh, <laughs> here's the problem with this one, Scooty. Is, the problem is Scooty you know, doesn't know
1: how to answer this question.
0: That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, well, no, the problem. Yeah,
2: that is a problem. I mean- Right now it is a tough time for you because you are wearing a Jared Dageie jersey. So I do have jersey. My, my that's Jared gonna Dagey be tough for you to end. go against Jared.
1: I uh, that this is so tough. Like who do you it's actually not?
0: I think it's Jared Dagey, and you're not gonna hate me for it. I think it's Jared Dagey.
1: I think it's Jared Dagey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you
1: sure? Would you like to phone a friend I mean, or something?
0: I don't know. I think it's it's he's got a chance. It's got a chance. He's got a chance. <laughs> How can I, I just have such a hard time? You're currently
1: like, trying to convince yourself of this answer. <laughs> I think you have to do Skylar Howard all day because Skylar Howard is the quintess I don't really know why. I I think Scoot, maybe you can you maybe you can verbalize it a bit. I think Skylar Howard's always been one of those guys that wouldn't get on board and play the all shucks. I love West Virginia. Like he wouldn't completely buy into the, like, I don't know what I'm trying to, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like he wouldn't exude whatever that, Behavior or feeling that people Wanted from him so He's such a like Polarizing he's not with the guy state flag, yeah, He's like saying. such yeah. a polarizing yeah. Dude when you talk to any Given well me and, and I, myself Included but I think when you Look at Skyler's body of work and I Think when you say in his prime you know, lest we forget, they went ten and two with Skylar. Now it ended in a against Miami in that bowl game, and they finished ten and three. That's but true. I mean, that was a ten win season. Um, it, I I just think that we give him a hard time, but I think I think he had some impressive moments. I'm going to and- say
2: this: I feel that Skylar Howard overachieved with his size he overcame a lot of like what was a juco player right. right yeah right i mean he yeah. overachieved I mean, he was
0: only what five he was like five six yeah. in heels
2: i think like jared Dagey, to this point i feel has underachieved all right so that's how i don't I, disagree with you. I, I just
0: want to i'm trying to be supportive i want jared daigie to do well this year and down win your games.
2: carabiners and get off the climb there guido all
0: Lord, right, I'm
1: All not right. you know, the tough so pick your ears is tough because it doesn't mean you're anti the other guy. I'm not anti Jared Dagey. I just think it that's an interesting. I think you you threw that one out there because you know Skylar Howard oh, I mean, like you know, know kind I, of tweaks a certain emotion. I got some good ones in here. Yeah, I got some good, good picking of yeah. the ears. I'll All give right. it
2: to All you, right. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to basketball. All right. Okay? All right,
0: basketball. Mo- All right, moving
2: on. Mike Gansky or <laughs> Gansky. Dennis <laughs> Caliclia. Yes, thank you so much.
1: Scoot <laughs> did it perfectly. If my dad <laughs> was asking the pick your ears questions that's exactly how it would have been asked.
2: G- Gansky and Caliclia. So, so which player would you pick? Gansky or Calliclia? Uh
0: I I have to go, I think I'd have to go Mike Gansky. Mike <laughs> you got me. How you're
2: going to do it. I like... think you got to call it that. I think you got to call him Mike Gansky.
0: Gansky. Uh, I think I'd have to go him. I just it was again. It was fun to watch him play. Those were that was a, another good team to follow, um, you know. But but Dennis, uh, he plays the guitar. You know, he plays he, he rocks a little well, guitar. I so. think
1: you know this is another one, Scoot, where you know emotionally, I I love Mike Ganzy. Mike Ganzy will always represent a wonderful period of WVU fandom for me. I mean that those teams were so fun he was such a versatile player and he was such an unassuming Mm -hmm. guy that I think a lot of people stepped on the court with him and then just got shook right because he was talented I think the only pause is uh when Brent was on the show with us last time he pointed out that you know um you forget that uh Dennis Kalichel had a pretty had really worked on that sky hook that he perfected that made him super tough to guard but I I think you got to go with Mike Ganzi here
2: yeah. I would go Calliklia. You would. I like the Turk. know I don't no, like how I, fast I, he yeah, ran certainly. down the court. I felt he was kind of like a lumberjack running down the court. Yeah, he was great. Um, but I think that overall player who could potentially have pro potential, and I know Gansey had some time with uh, what I think it was the the uh, Cleveland d league team or something yeah, like that and yeah and he's right. actually
1: worked in front office in, positions yeah, right you now after that
2: but right but i think um kalichlia was uh what he was a, a turkish national team yeah. member as a like a 17 year old or something I mean, so well, i well it's
1: super physical i mean yeah. i mean i mean well, i mean
2: he he embodied what Huggins yeah. saw as the big east right, I from agree. back in the day. Yeah. I mean right. his right. arms were massive. Okay. Uh, Cam Thurman or Gabe Osaboyan?
1: Yeah, see for me, so Scoots picking moments. And I right. think that sways my decision to say Cam Thurman, because I don't know that mm-hmm. Gabe has had his moment yet. I think this season actually could be queuing up for him to have maybe even multiple moments on this team that he'll probably be a leader on. But I think scoot for my money, Cam Thurman will always be the guy shoving Henderson down to the court for Duke as we upset them in what to go to the elite eight or in the, yeah, to go to the elite eight. I think that year, um, in the tournament, that that will always be, uh, you know, Cam Henderson will always have that warm spot in my like Camp in Thurman. my heart. I mean, Cam yeah. Thurman. I'm sorry, um, he'll always have that that like place in my heart for the way they rolled over. You know, that that team was not supposed to be competing with Duke, and really kind of really kind of came came into play.
0: I think I think for me, and I get it. Like the, that's that's the hard thing is these the moments. Moments are hard, but I will say that I in. I think I enjoy watching especially last season Gabe Osaboyan play basketball more than I enjoyed watching Cam Thurman play. There were times Cam Thurman drove me utterly insane. And like and I think the fact that Gabe, you know, you like I don't expect if Gabe gets 2 points a game, those are 2 points that I didn't expect to get. You know, I like watching Gabe go out and play his defense and and do what he does. No, that's so a good point. I I'm going to I'm going to go yeah. Osaboyan. No, I part. like that answer.
2: Okay, I'm going to hit you with one last one What would you for pick on segment. that one, Scoot? Oh, what would you um, pick, Scoot? Would you, you Cam Thurman. Uh, I'm going to say Cam Thurman because Cam Thurman was a big-time scorer in high school, and we never saw that side of him because he played a role to a T. Like, I mean, he um, –
1: Kind of like an enforcer.
2: Yeah, like I, – Yeah. I mean, he was just, what, 6'6", six, six and just – two hundred and twenty five pounds of just setting screens and boxing out. <laughs> right, I mean right. that's yes, he right. didn't do much well, else. I mean that's what he was asking. Set to screens, do. box yeah. out and rebound. Right. I that's mean that's right. He uh, protected a lot of guys. Um so I'm gonna go with him. I think like you guys said, could Gabe have those types of moments and at times does he play? I think I think Gabe is a more athletic Cam Thurman, if that makes any sense. I think Athletically, yeah. I think Gabe can probably do more with his body than Cam could do with his. Yeah,
1: now I would agree with that.
2: But maybe Cam is more of an offensive player than Gabe ever will be, and Cam really wasn't much of one in, in college, but in high school he was. So um, yeah. I would I would go Cam as well. Okay, okay. one last one for this segment, last which one. has been a good segment, I think. Yeah. Um, Mark Bulger or Meg Bulger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> which one has more value to WVU oh man
1: this man. is tough
0: well I'll I'll say this uh, man because this is a loaded one in a lot of ways I'll say this uh, for t- more value we'll g- go right off your question more value to WVU Mark, Mark Bulger uh, because I mean obviously more popular uh, can uh, donate more money to the institution because he's made more when he got ridiculous contracts and if you had told me when he was playing at wvu that he was going to be the highest paid quarterback in the
1: nfl i would have been like you're hilarious uh so i'm gonna go mark Balger. yeah i think i will too and i think it's also because um i don't know mark Bolger seems like through what he accomplished in the nfl he's always been and not that not that Mick Bulger is not, but he he has always been such an ambassador for the university. You know, I think even now he's, you'll see him put stuff on social media where he's coming back for visits, and he's hosting, you know, events and things like that. So I, I think I think I go that way, too. Um, Also, because he torched Pitt multiple times. And I love that. And
0: I mean, Meg was a great... I mean, she was like a four-year starter, wasn't she, on the basketball
2: team? I'm going Meg Bulger. I'm going Meg Bulger. Well,
1: and now she does... Does Meg Bulger do sideline reporting? Yes, I think so. She
2: kind of gives me the feel of... And I don't mean to compare the two, but I'm going to, obviously. She's kind of like the Rebecca Lobo of WVU basketball for me, in the sense that she's the... First big name or, or player to kind of put their her school's team kind of on the national map. Where I think yeah, Meg fair. was the kind of the beginning of some of the really good recruiting that uh, Mike Carey has had. Because since Meg has left, I mean they've had uh, some great teams come through. Rebecca now,
1: Lobo is a deep cut. Co- is very Connecticutian of you to bring well, up Rebecca Lobo
2: that's what I got to go with. I got to go with my experience. I can't go back to, uh, uh, Dottie Phillips from the, uh, 2000 or the 1972 team, you know, at WVU. Well, I, don't I think
1: that's... that's a good point about Meg Bulger though, because it feels like sort of like, uh, laying the groundwork, right. For like some of the things that the, the program was then able to go out. Yeah, and when attain. you,
2: when you have a program and you're establishing a program, not a team, but a program. You've got to have a couple of those early players who bought in kind of be the ambassadors for the rest of the your tenure, right? I know as a high school coach, I've got a couple of guys that uh, I can look back at and say, these were the guys that kind of brought on some of the other guys. And they kind of raised our level of play and, and really set the expectations, that's Meg Bulger for WVU women's basketball. Yeah, for that's, me.
1: that's a great point. Yeah, it is.
2: Whereas Mark Bulger, he's a good player, but I don't know that he did that for WVU football.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question that uh, uh, you may or may not know. Who? Okay. Who scored more points for WVU? Like, like points. Okay. Who scored more points for WVU of the Bulger siblings? Uh, Meg, Mark. Or Kate, who scored more points?
2: Well, you're asking this. It's probably going to be Kate because we've not mentioned Kate at all. But <laughs> is Kate Kate Bulger
0: has scored scored more
2: points than Meg really?
0: in basketball? And yes, and so she scored. I so didn't and, Of course, Mark this. Bulger. Yeah. So so Kate Bulger has scored seventeen hundred points, and Meg scored uh, sixteen so hundred, skew- about hundred points Kate's- more. Totally less totally offended points.
1: right now at your I apologize. You didn't even bring her up oh, at all.
2: Well, they're from Pittsburgh, so we can't get too upset about it, right? I mean, honestly. right? Yeah, right. Well,
1: no, well
0: Scoot, nobody's thanks perfect. for this segment. I, mean, I enjoyed this. Yes, this has been fun. Quality
1: seg, Scoot.
0: Quality segment, Scooty.
1: I do what I can for the we people. Let so-
0: Sometimes Johnson and I get a little nervous. Yeah. Let Scoot, you know, Bit let the reins go on Scoot. And yeah, he, but hey, you like picking You never ears. know what you're going to get. This one? He picked their it's Pretty good. Nicely
1: done. All right.
0: All right, guys, well, we better wrap it up. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another show, uh, probably once we know what's going on with uh, with basketball. Who's coming back? You know, Deuce, Sean, what's going on, guys? Let us know. know. Call us. Hook us up. Help, help us out. Hey, guys, don't forget, check out our website, gotyourearson.com. Johnson, it's sort of like the hub of everything about Yeah, that's about right.
1: Us. It's still uh, hanging out at gotyourears.com. So you can find the latest show in blog form. We'll put all the show notes of stuff we put in there, probably some stuff we didn't even mention. And then you can hit the uh, tune-in link and listen to the latest show right in the website. So check it out. Yeah, check it out. Merch section there as well buy your got your ears on gear
0: get your got your ears on stickers all right listen we'll be back in a few weeks with another episode hope everybody's enjoying their summer and getting ready for a great football and basketball season coming up here in 2021 thanks guys for listening we'll see you next time you've been listening to got your ears on